it's really bizarre when you think about how Clover uh, Health markets itself and how Chamath Palihapitiya has been promoting Clover as this best-in-class software, as something that delights physicians, it leads to healthier and better outcomes for patients. When you actually talk to the users of the software, as Hindenburg did, and you see the exact opposite, right? All you see is a big shitty system that's designed to do uh, alleged fraud on Medicare, alleged Medicare fraud, uh, while also, you know, quite literally and materially um, decreasing the level of care that these senior citizens are receiving. It's enraging. Right. You know, like even in January, like they phoned uh, 22 physicians practices that they found in the Clover provider directory. You know, because they wanted feedback on, okay, you know, is Clover Health revolutionizing and shifting the dynamic and disrupting healthcare insurance or whatever their, you know, marketing copy says. Um, and they found that 14 of the offices, you know, well over half, 14 of the offices or told them that they uh, didn't use the software, right? And then four couldn't even tell them if they did or not. And then only four were able to confirm that they actually did use the software. So, you know, it is... It is revolutionary. It is, you know, disruptive if you want people to get the fuck off your software, right? If you don't want them to actually use it, then yeah, it's great. But it's, you know, clearly from doctor testimonies that you laid out, Jathan, from the survey that I just mentioned, I mean, doctors try to get away from this system as fast as possible and only use it because it pays them. It pays them consistently, pays them well. And the reason why it pays them the reason why the only part of the system that seems to work is paying them is because the point is to juice up and beef up the numbers, not to actually provide a qualitatively better experience when getting healthcare insurance, when getting patient care. It's just to appear to investors in the period before the merger, you know, before the merger for the SPAC actually happens, that things are better than usual because. As we talked about at the very beginning, the structure of the SPAC is such that unless you generate massive amounts of value, uh, you're going to eat a massive cost. What's one way to generate a lot of value? By convincing investors that you have value. And what's a good way to convince investors that you have value? By just being fraudulent, right? And just cooking the books on every possible opportunity. I know. It's so damning. I mean, the, that, that survey you laid out is so damning that like – you know, as as we've laid out as well, right? Like like Clover is going is jumping through so many hoops to pay for growth, and yet and yet it is only able to get like a single percentage fraction of of uh, you mm -hmm. know single percentage point of the of the physicians offices that Hindenburg contacted to actually even use the software, right? Like I, I mean that that is some shitty software if you are having to pay for growth, and even then you're not able to get people to use it. And it, it goes into, I mean, this is something that is just like like rampant with the the kind of business models and the performance metrics, these KPIs uh, that these companies have, right? Where a lot of it is based on like user gr uh, growth, user adoption, right? These like exponential scales. And you see this in companies constantly where they're just juicing their user numbers. Right, they're finding ways to juice their numbers so that in their go public prospectuses, so that you know their pitches to investors, they can say, "Oh no, we actually have a huge number of people using our product, and it's growing constantly." But please do not actually look 
behind the curtain. Do not talk to any of the users who are supposedly right. using our product. We will channel their testimonies through us and deliver them to you. It bakes into it. And I think Clover Health is just like a, a really perfect encapsulation of this. It bakes into it a lot of very perverse incentives. Um, in like the business model itself is based on perverse incentives. Yeah, like Jeremy was saying, you know, it's not everybody has the chops to follow business, you know, Uber's business model, which is not a business model, you know, which is just, you know, burn as much of your investors capital as possible before they realize what the fuck you're doing, <laughs> you know, and get right. out. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, ideally you'd have captured all these consumers and users and, and they have nowhere else to go. But as we see with Clover Health, uh, they're not even able to capture like a large percentage of, of potential user base. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. And I think that also leads to the next red flag, mm -hmm. right? Which is that because they're not able to capture the user base, I mean, people at the company who have more information than the investors are without a doubt, savvy about what's going on. And, you know, it's not a coincidence that there's been continuous turnover at Clover, right? As uh, the Hindenburg report lays out, you know, typically when a company is on the cusp of releasing a groundbreaking piece of software that will change the world, a chief technology officer will stick around to reap the fruits of their labor. But Chris Gale, who's Clover's original CTO from July 2014 to J January 2018, left the position just six months before the release of Clover Assistant. Hmm. Since hmm. then, hmm. they've had turnover of three CFOs, three COOs, and two general counsels. You know something is fucking dying in the goddamn closet if two of your lawyers, of your general counsels, dip. <laughs> I know, right. You've got three chief financial officers, three chief operations officers, Two top lawyers, all of them just like fucking tripping over themselves to get out, get out of the house. It's haunted. There's ghosts in here. <laughs> oh my god! I love, I don't... Jeremy, Jeremy just threw in the chat. How are you gonna take over the world when you can't even take over New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs>